welcome to another exciting episode of startup couches if you are joining us for the first time thank you so much for coming on the couch relax and get comfortable you're about to enjoy this conversation make sure to also follow this founder conversation on our twitter at startup couches if you are a returning listener thank you so much for coming back you already know how it goes on today's episode we have Chine. she's the co-founder and COO of Ajo Money. Welcome to the couch, Chine. Thank you. Um, how's your day been so far? Well, um, my day has been a bit busy. Um, so we've been we've been busy setting up our office. Um, the same is resuming in the office on the first of June. So we've been busy just setting up and um, you know, we are currently doing finishing touches on that. Yeah, as well as other things. We're also building the same. So I had to interview with staff today. And um, yeah, and you know, I had some other missions. So it's it was um it's actually been a busy day. Yeah, yeah, sounds pretty, really busy. So um I like to say thank you so much for you know having time to come on the couch. Today we're going to learn all we can about Ajo Money. So jumping right into it, what is Ajo Money and how does it work? Okay, um so Ajo Money is a fintech startup company that basically has to decide the age-old roster system. So by the size women Normally, I think it's a very common practice in Nigeria and also in Africa to do these group contributions where people stay together and then those that think the early numbers get to access interest-free credit and then they, you know, they pick the lump sum and they're able to use it to um, meet their financial needs and then they pay back over a period of time. So um, I think it's, it's a system that you know, our parents have used for a while and even before our parents and then they use it to achieve a lot of financial, meet a lot of their financial needs. Um, but our generation is seen to be, you know, to be dying sort of and, and most people in our generation just, you know, resort to loans um, and there's a lot of drama with loan sharks, loan sharks and all that. So Ajon Money thought, you know, figured that we could actually digitize this system, basically sort of bring it back to, you know, this 21st um, century generation and also bring it back in a digital form. Um, basically considering the fact that um, people in our generation want to do things on their phone, or they have smartphones and people just want to do everything on their phone, they want to save with your phone, you want to invest with your phone, you want to order for meals on your phone, you just want to do everything on your phone. So why not also do the agile saving system on your phone as well? So um, yeah, so that's basically what we do. And then we've also expanded it to also brought in some other features like um, scripts on the contribution, cooperative um, society contribution and things like that, just to allow people to save and also access interest-free credit as well to meet their financial needs. Well, I think that's really amazing. You know, bringing back the um, contributions, the daily contributions that our parents were doing when we were small, 
into the digital space and letting people actually be able to do just that um, exactly. through their mobile device. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And so, um, how long has Adjom Money existed? And how would you describe growth so far from when you started to today? So, Adjom Money, um, I joined Adjom Money in February 2021. My co founder um, started building the project fully in October 2020. Um, but it was just the software engineer, so it was just you know building it solo, making some research and things like that. Then sometime around February, we realized that we also need a finance person. Since you know it's a team set, he has the tech knowledge and skills, we need a finance person to also um, to collaborate with. So um, one thing led to another and we um, we sort of met, we introduced and I joined Adjom Money. And yeah, so I've been with Adjom Money since that February. Um, as a side project at first and then I joined fully um, subsequently. And the journey so far, well, um, so around that February when I joined, we had, I think we had like a prototype of the app. And then, you know, we kept building, refining, fine-tuning, um, getting into some partnerships. And I think one of the um, the part on the journey that sort of um, gave us some kind of confidence and um, I think the leverage to actually um, release the app was when we got um, we got a partnership with Faga for to use the API and then also just some other um, benefits from um, from the founder and things like that. So we're able to now have some additional features allow people to fund their wallet, things like that, using the Faga API. And um, I think um, at that period, we're able to now release the app, the better version of the app, sometime in May last year. And as soon as we release it without any marketing, um, we started start installing the app. Initially, we're getting five installs daily, 10 increasing 10 installs daily, 20 installs daily with zero marketing because it felt like People were just searching for Azure on Play Store. Then it was only on Play Store and then just installing and then trying to understand how it works and things like that. And then we're like, oh wow, it's like this um, this is just going organically. People really um, really like this feature and they want to use it. So we started getting feedback too from people and um, sometimes and, and then we're you know retracing, updating the app, changing things like that based on the feedback we're getting. And um, in towards the end of September, uh, early October, we released the um, the full version of the app on Play Store and also App Store. And then, and then you know, it's just been growing from there. It's just been growing from there. We got some other additional partnership, and it's just been growing from there. We've been getting feedback, we've been updating as well. And we're actually about to release an updated version of the app with some additional features. Um, we'll be releasing it latest um, first week of June. So we've also, um, you know, we're lucky enough to also get some um, investors as well, early investors, angel investors who give us some money to build. Um, we also started building the team and yeah, we've made progress so far. Currently, um, we've gotten over over 12,000 installs on both Space and App Store and then registered users 
over a thousand five hundred registered users. I'll process over four hundred thousand worth of transactions so far. Um, four hundred thousand dollars worth of transactions so far. So um, yeah, so we've, we've been making good progress. We're making good progress. Wow. So, I think I think that's actually really impressive. You know, um, over eight thousand active users. Over 10k installs and transaction volume over 400,000 dollars. I think that's amazing so far. I'd like to say congrats. And so the next mm-hmm. question I have for you would be, who are your main customer segments? Which segment of people actually use Adjo the most today? Okay, so segments were well, mostly young people. So by young people, I mean um, between the ages of 20 and um, maybe 40, 45 at most, but maybe 40, yeah, 40, 45, but mostly within that age bracket. We sort of have a almost an equal combination of male and female. So I can't really say mostly male or mostly female, but mostly young people across the, around the country. So it's not just um, we have a lot of people in Lagos, but we have a lot of people in different parts. We have Ibadan, we have the North, we have Abuja, we have Waterford, we have like people from Benin. We have a lot of people from um, different parts of the country. Yeah, mostly we also have, we have a lot of employers. We try to, you know, try to segment because employers really have a more stable source of income. So um, yeah, so we have. We have a lot of empl- sorry employees. We have a lot of employees. We also have business owners too that uh, yeah that use the app as well. All right, that is really interesting. Um, you know, a lot of employees, a lot of small business owners also using the platform. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? How? You know? What would you say is where you see Ajor money? Um, by this time next year, in 2023? So by this time next year, um, well, by this time next year, we should have gotten, um, we should have gotten up to, let's say, between 500,000 to 1 million installs, both on Play Store and App Store, because um, from next month, we're going to now start, um, start going into a lot of marketing. So, so far, we've really, 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 it's really been organic growth. We've really not done marketing. Um, so we are going to start investing a lot of money into marketing, like aggressive marketing from next month. So we are expecting at least um, 500,000 to 1 million installs within the next six, six to 12 months period. Um, that's, that's one. And at least, say, let's say, Averagely, 50% of these people should be registered and active on the group. We should have processed, we should have processed like millions of dollars of transactions. Okay, all right. That is, I think that is really. Hi, Chine, are you here? Oh yes. Sorry, can you still hear me? Yes, I can. So I think that is actually really ambitious. Um, you know, getting <laughs> up to a yeah. million installs. And I think it's doable. I think it's doable, right? Especially if you could do this much organically. I think that it is really, really doable. And so I'm looking forward to hearing more about that in the future. 
um in your day-to-day yeah. running of a business like at your money um what would you say are some challenges you face well um me as a person or at your money as a person um both basically your role as you know head of operations you know okay um okay so in my role as head of operations well um so far we've been working remotely so okay. um one of the challenges we're facing was you know the same being at sync um because people are people were working remotely they tend to want to do things in their own time and then the situation of the country and um, power supply issues and um, you know there's cross capacity things like that so it sort of has been having some kind of effect on the thing and um, causing some kind of delays with our um our progress and deliverables and things like that but um, all that should um should have been sorted by next month which is um, that's one of the reasons we, we decided to get an office so that you know people just come to the office and work so we can um we can get over all the issues of um no line there's post capacity i can't buy fuel i can't fill my gen things like that and then things will be at sync the engineers will be at sync the operations team will be at sync and then everybody will be able to and we'll be able to communicate better and more effectively and um, we'll be able to achieve the goals that we set so that's um, one of the challenges we're facing but you know as i said we're getting a, we've gotten an office so yeah um that should that should be sorted out and um, as a company so as a company i think one challenge we face um at least i think it has said reducing it is now was you know um nigerians having trust in the system so you know our nigerians are always scared um scared that everything is a scam so when they see a system and you are told to save money and you are packing money and then you know nigerians are like can i trust you guys if you guys are not running away with my money um things like that just that trust that level of trust is very low and to be honest i can't blame nigerians because and um, we've experienced a lot of situations where people you know sort of think and create the platform and then tomorrow you you don't see them again and people are chasing them and things like that so trying to build that trust you know it took a while but i think we started getting it when we started getting some good um, validations from people like um on the bc um when you know we got into secondary capital and, and all that and then it posted and you know the trust level started increasing and they knew that okay if this man can be backing these guys it means you know they are not out to um, collect our money and disappear and things like that so that was one challenge um you know we faced and maybe you know we are still we i think the, the trust level has really really grown so far so i think yeah and then we did raise as well so it's like oh it's like they are after oh this for great investment okay that means they are legit they are not going to run away just things like that so we've been able to sort of be building that um that trust level and then i think another thing another challenge is also you know branding you know getting being being different from what people expect so people expect or saving is it like PGVS that you guys do a polo system and then having to say uh, well no this is mostly group contributions, roster, things like that so also getting that brand out there I think yeah but, but we're also working on that so yeah, also working yeah. on that um 
I, I really like um, some of the um, issues you mentioned. Some of them around like trust issue being one of them. I think um, I like a lot of things you've done, you know, with partnerships, with um, getting validation from investors and a lot of things that begin to show that, oh, Ajon Money is legit. Um, people are indeed, you know, getting to meet their financial goals, meet their financial targets, you know, using this yeah. platform. I think that helps a lot. Um, I, I want to yeah. also know before I let you go, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far, you know, being a startup founder in this space, in the fintech space in Nigeria? Mm, the biggest lesson I've learned so far is that I think it's that um, the fraudulent, the fraud in the system is it's really eaten so deep into the minds of youth. Um, I think that the youth, these people they call internet fraudsters, Yahoo Yahoo boys, Yahoo boys, you know, they are just out to just defraud any and every system, whether in the US, whether in Nigeria, just any system, if you give them the opportunity, they would, they are just out to. So, so we, you know, we've noticed, I think there's something someone posted on on Twitter once, I think it was a, a fintech founder, I'm not sure, that a fintech company and it's small and it's not seen some kind of, you know, fraudulent activities, you know, trying to exploit the system and all that, then you are not big enough. It's something, just something around that. So, yeah. And even back from when, you know, right before we even released the main question, you know, setting some kind of um, attempt, let me put it like that, just, you know, see some kind of funny transactions and things like that. And it's just obvious that, and, you know, we just have to now put a lot of security. So you have to, like, put a lot of security in place to be sure that, you know, the, the system is not open to, um, you know, fraudulent attempts and things like that. So it's like, you know, young people don't really want to work. They just want to get free money. And then we also noticed that, you know, I think another thing I've learned is that um, even for the adjust system, you need to also put a lot of measures in place. So, you know, how you know, young founders want your platform to be, you know, you have to have a very good and um, UI UX, you know, very easily, you want everything to be easily accessible. Just click this, click this, you join a group, click this, click this, you cash out, you are paying money over time, no stress, no impediment, and all those things. You just want everything to be smooth. Well, yeah. if, um, you know, if the trust system was very high, it would have been like that, but we've had to now over time start putting some restrictions in place because we see people that want to think they can cash out and just exploit the fact that in Nigeria you can basically disappear if you don't want to repay um, a loan or a credit. So you try to just exploit that. So what to now and um, over time start putting a lot of measures in place to also protect ourselves from you know exploitation as well. So yeah, I think well it is I mean it's normal I guess but I mean if young people can just be less open to fraudulent activities, you know, I think um we'll all be better for it. I think we'll all be better for it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think the big lesson here is um, building systems that um, are really secure enough. Airtime, very airtime. 
and learning and learning from um yeah experiences learning from consumer behavior exactly. basically exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, I'd like to say thank you so much, Nene, for coming on the couch. This has been a very interesting conversation. Yeah. So I'd like to say thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was also a wonderful time for me too. Thank you so much. Yeah. And for everyone who is listening, and you are in Nigeria, and you are, and you know, listening through this conversation, and you remember how your dad or your mom used to do a job, and you want to start you could easily start today just go to ajo.money download the app and you know just get started immediately you know um everything is already there provided for you you know um helps you save money helps you make early investments helps you access credit helps you buy now pay later with really really um low interest no interest rates so make sure to check um and if yeah basically so check out Ajo money today and make sure to follow our founder conversations on our twitter at startup couches and until next time see ya